Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a busy one, isn't it? We got a lot of. Uh, we've had a lot of summits recently on Killy, which has been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Killy's um, been very busy. We had actually, it was good because we have a almost an Evertrack veteran, really, Lucy Vagley. She did base camp with us. Go back a few years back, and um, yeah, she did Killy literally yesterday. Um, so I was, yeah, it's always nice to see familiar faces and ever Is she the one that went during Holly Festival? That's right, that yeah, March like, 19th. I think we, she went. Uh, we arrived just after her. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, yeah, yeah. Jimbo um, Blues, Jim. 10 days till his EBC oh, trip. Oh man, I bet you're excited, Danny. Danny, great to see you. I know you, you uh, jumped on another trip yesterday. Great to see you, um, going to South America, mate. You're going to love it. But yeah, um, guys, today we we kind of, you know, we always like to pick different stuff. And we know, you know, chatting about equipment, chatting about fitness, you know, all, all the good stuff um, is really important. But we wanted to t- also talk about the, you know, which we, we do like to challenge what are we talking about, the man? mental side of it. Maybe that's Dave. I mean, at least it's at least it's not backwards this time. It's very hard to do this. I'd be a terrible weatherman. <laughs> like that's that's top speed right there. Yeah, it's quite hard. Oh, do, me, like, do, like, do, wind, do me a favour, really quickly, and there's a there's a there's a there's a high pressure zone coming in on G. Point to it. Point to it. Point to G. Yeah, that's T. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe there's a maybe there's a tornado coming. Yeah, but you know, on a small picture of a map, you just pointed to Minnesota. I think I'll leave that to uh, Michael Fish. Yeah. Um, whoever the news. Uh, do you know we've discussed weathermen before? It's because uh, you this know, this same thing from the same, same thing, conversation. The same thing. Dude. It's tough to do that, and actually. That kind of leads us on to what we're talking about. I say, uh, Gav, is it possible for non-Geordies to say Newcastle without trying a Geordie accent? Uh, that's because I said Newcastle-like. Whoops. And um, I'll be honest, Gav, as a man with um, a semi-Welsh accent, I feel your pain. I feel your pain, even though it was me that probably was the offender back then. I, uh, it sounds like <laughs> something I do. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so back to the the, the tough moments. It, it, it's an important one. We, we, we get asked this. Um, certainly... Not as often as you know what boots do you need you know well what, what do i need to do i need a covid pass to go into this country you know uh, visas that sort of stuff we don't mention the c word all right fine i'll leave it <laughs> um but certainly it's just as important you know when you when you're on a trek and you know you do uh, find it difficult um and this could be on any adventure it could be going out on a training adventure in the uk um you know like ben nevis it could be you know going to somewhere like machu picchu it could be every space camp and you're four or five days in you're not quite feeling yourself because of the altitude you know, and it can be tough. Um, and these moments can define your trip sometimes. And we thought we'd, we, we, we'd chat about that a bit. And um, Dave, and I know when you came in, you looked at these notes, which I've got here. It's not notes. <laughs> that's, um, that's an essay. It's, it's not an essay. Um, yeah, I wish I could show you. But no, it, you know, we'd like to make a few notes on, on what we're going to talk about. Um, and it's, it's, it's very important stuff. Uh, we've both had difficult moments on trips, haven't we? And you can talk We've, about Tupcal again. No, 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 no. Sorry, Tupcal. Like, yeah, you, you did trips when you were ill, for instance. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah. when you had shingles. Yeah, 2019 was... I um, haven't mentioned that before. No, I haven't mentioned it. For those, the, the, obviously, you know, because um, I've hardly mentioned it, lots of people would have forgotten that I had shingles and went to EBC, which was a silly idea. Um, then there was then there was Tupcal, 
um, where I actually, you know, failed to get to the summit. Failed's negative terminology. I would say that I didn't reach the summit on that attempt. Um, but that's Morocco giving me a second chance to come back and experience how yeah. awesome it was. But a successful trip is getting down safely. Yeah. What is it? What does uh, Ed Vistas say? The top is optional. Getting down is mandatory. Exactly. Um, yeah. And obviously then there was, um, you know, I didn't get to the summit of Kilimanjaro without one day, which um, I felt pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty rubbish. Well, and um, on many of these trips as well, when you actually do feel pretty bad, yeah, yeah, you can just want to quit. And it's his natural human emotion to do that. Yeah. You know? yeah. But it's about, okay, how do we, you know, we're all different people. We all get motivated differently. But what are the common threads that we can kind of deploy to kind of get us up the hill and keep us going? Yeah. Um, and, you know, for some people that may be, you know, digging deep, stiff upper lip. For other people, it might be having a little cry in the tent. For other people, it might be kind of, you know, I don't know, banter and, you know, joking about it, which is probably my method. Yeah, <laughs> well, get into humor the can be used uh, in many ways, <clears throat> and certainly uh, on a trek, you know, you, you'll find, um, especially if you've got a, you know, a, a decent sized team, the banter definitely flows around um, ever trek groups, uh, which is fine because you know, if if you if you are finding tough moments and okay, you know, don't never poke the badger too much. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you can kind of gauge if if someone's up for a joke or not, but generally, you know, a bit of humor goes a long way on a trek, and definitely. Um, I think I just met a call back when we were on Killy and the banter that was going around the mess tent and Uno. Uno. Um, Uno can get pretty pretty you guys are pretty competitive. Pretty gosh darn competitive with with Uno sometimes. <laughs> Apparently uh, Brooke went for a walk one day. Brooke was on the tra trail with us yeah. and she said she could hear our tent like ah <laughs> you know, going back from like from you know miles away. So she goes on a climatization like and here's you guys playing Uno. Yeah, wow. well, let, let, hey, amazing. Let, let me tell hey, you, mate, it's great. It's Uno great. is just as important as a climatization. It is. <laughs> but again, it, it entertains you mentally, right? Yeah, you've got to distract yourself because sometimes it's you know, altitude. You know, you can have a bad stomach. You can feel a bit ill every time you stand up. You might get a little bit dizzy getting in and out of your tent. You get you get in your tent. You get washed. You get dressed. You get back out. You land in the mess tent. You sit there and you go, ah, <laughs> oh, I forgot my phone. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's all right. It's not bad. You know, you got you got. You know, so it's um yeah, a, a healthy banter I think is 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 key. Definitely, definitely. Um yeah, good, good to see some uh, some latecomers. We got George just arrived. Um, who else have we arrived here? I think we got Haley as well. Great stuff. Um yeah, and just going back to the tough moments then. I mean, one of the biggest things I always used to kind of think to. I'll go back to or you know, it's in it's in your back pocket really is um your why. Um and I know this is you know. Not everyone's kind of into this stuff, but um, I read a really good book actually by a guy called Simon Sinek. Um, you know, is 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 a business book, and it, it's called Start with Your Why, or Start with Why, I think it's called. Uh, but there's a lot you can take from that in in terms of um, you know on any anything you do, um, you know, in terms of why you go on these things. I know that you know a lot of us like the challenge, and that's why we go. A lot of Evertrekkers actually go because they're doing it for something, like maybe uh, fundraising. Maybe they've lost someone and, you know, they might be taking their ashes to a special place or in memory of them, they're doing it. So sometimes when you hit that wall or when you hit that tough time, having your why is and, and remembering why you're there and what, and what you've chosen to spend your money on, what you've chosen to work hard towards, that can change anything. I think that can change you in any state. You know, if you're, if you're feeling down and you think, you know what, I'm um, not feeling my best today. <clears throat> You know, feeling a bit rough, maybe feeling a bit sick. Um, but you actually think back to actually, I'm doing it for that reason. Come on, and let's do it. Yeah. You know, you give yourself a, a almost a kick up the backside because you remember what you're doing it for. And I think, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, have, have you had moments like that, Dave? Like, you know, you're, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I think um, <clears throat> I can think of two EBC trips that where yeah, um, <clears throat> I got to EBC completely successful. But the yeah. first time I did it, my why was a childhood dream. Okay. Yeah. Always wanted to see Everest always wanted to stand at Everest Base Camp and it was more than just signing up for a challenge like some people yeah. on a whim might sign up to a marathon and when they're running it they might think like did I really want to do this yeah but Everest was like a deep seated like in there from when I was like a kid yeah so anytime I had a tough day or a tough day on the hill and I was really struggling and I wanted to I just kept thinking like of all those explorers that went before me and how lucky I am to be treading in their footsteps and how I only thought maybe a year or two earlier that doing this would have been impossible. Yeah. 
So I kept that thought in my mind that actually I'm doing the impossible right now. There was a time when fat, unfit Dave working in an office in Milton Keynes had was I couldn't have been further from the Himalaya. And it was never, ever going to happen for me. Yeah. Those days are gone. And hang on a minute. Here I am. Yeah. Catching glimpses of Everest through the trees in the trail. It was amazing. Second time I actually went in 2017. um, I actually did a little bit of um, it was to raise funds for um, a friend of mine's brother. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has some disabilities and it was to like build him a wet room and stuff because his parents are getting on a bit and it was getting difficult to kind of get him upstairs and in and out of the bathtub and so just standard everyday stuff. Yeah, yeah. I really like the guy. He's Michael is one of the sweetest, brilliant people I've ever met. Sometimes I can't even talk about him because it gets me a bit like, <laughs> but um, doing um, that trek for him was yeah. um, was great. And I actually, it was weird. It, it, I knew it meant something to me. The trip itself, because I'd already done it and I knew I could get there. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing this for Michael. But do you know when I arrived at EBC and I had done it for a course? Yeah. I can't, it felt different. Yeah. No, it, it felt different. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. When, you. when you get there and that why is so big that it, it means something to you and, um, you know, like, I quite I quite interested what Danny said there event on on summit night. Um, you know, felt awful, but what helped you was knowing you have been part of a fantastic group. No way they're getting the summit without me. I love that, mate. Um, <laughs> I bet the bottle of coke helped as well. But no, no, it it is, isn't it? Um, I, I when we were on Killy, there was um one of our good friends, James. Um, you know, there was no way he was not going, even though he was ill. He was like, no, 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 I'm I'm going. And fair dues to him, he got to the summit. Um, it was a bit rough, but he made it. And I think that was the similar sort of thing. You know, he part of the group wanted to do that and you know it was it was all about getting the summit and mate yeah i totally totally get that um because an interesting thing isn't it when you when you start thinking about those things in your why I, I think when you if you you know anyone that's due to go there this autumn i know there's a lot of ever trackers going to nepal you know going to everest base camp um you know going to annapurna uh climbing some peaks like island peak We've got a lot of island peak this uh, this autumn um you know or if you go into other parts of the world you know we've got a lot still to go on Killy. um you know, I hope that maybe use that if, if you are, you know, suffering a little bit. Remember your why. Maybe it can it can spark you into action. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, Dave, I know is it, for me is has always been if you're taking on a big, big goal, I think it can sometimes weigh you down a little bit. Um, it can almost uh, kind of hinder you in a way, um, especially on a trip, because you, you kind of makes you feel a bit anxious. I know I've certainly spoken to a few people about this and they've you know, we get a bit, um, especially before the trip, they're a bit like, um, they've got that anxiety around the trip because they think, oh my God, it's, it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. But actually, I, I find that something that's helped a lot of people is just breaking it into sections. So whenever you've got this big, ugly beast of a trip that's in front of you and it sounds like it's hard, you, you know, you break that down day by day and then break those days down as well. You'll actually, it becomes more achievable, it becomes more reachable. 100%. You know what I mean? I- yeah, I'd agree. You know, on Kilimanjaro, yeah. I think I really felt that. Yeah. One thing that is really good. Some people do this naturally. Some people have to really kind of work at it. Mm. Weirdly, I in my day-to-day life, I can't do this. I always yeah. worry about the big things. <laughs> I always stress about it. But on the mountains, I think I find it easier. Yeah. Just you just. When I was on Kili, I never really thought about the summit until it was time to go to the summit. Yeah. Before that, it was just about each day. Like I'd yeah. wake up every day have a cup of tea you know you chat to the guide oh what, what's today what's the, what's the big challenges of today yeah. oh today we're going to go up the elephant's back well that sounds great um and then it was like right today is just about the elephant's back yeah yeah you get at the top of the elephant's back and every one of those little achievements is like a little summit yeah exactly you it know makes you feel good yeah yeah and then you know shira too he's like yeah it's a bit of a flat day today i was like brilliant just got to get there without uh without <laughs> tripping over <laughs> you know and it was like but every day is great and i also look forward to the to the little things along those sections as yeah. well and that's about breaking it up like one thing i used one thing i love 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 loved about kilimanjaro yeah was the camp life at the end of the day so you, you'd reach the end of the day yeah your tent would be there you'd pack it up I'd put my sliders on i'd sit outside and everyone just sits around like that just enjoying the view with a cup mm. of tea everyone's milling about doing their thing and chatting and having a good time and i don't know why but those moments really made like it's like an inner calm and I used to look forward to that at the end of every day. And then yeah. you get the summit night and all bets are off. <laughs> you know, there's no inner calm on summit night. There's like, ah! But, um, Brilliant. Yeah. It's a nice comment, actually. It's lovely. It's my workmates think I'm a badass for just giving it a go. So I've already won. Exactly, mate. Exactly. 
um you know it, we always it's always nice isn't it when some people give you give you a pat on the back for doing things um yeah mate if, if that helps definitely thanks mate. you're going thanks. to south america in a couple of days mate. definitely yeah. it's gonna be good um yeah there's, there's some good ones there mark johnson anxiety only comes from the unknown the more details you can share the better definitely mark um that's why we hope i mean you know we don't want to come across as preachy here i mean you know lots of there's lots of things that work for people there's some things that don't but you know we hope that you know this, this information can make it a little bit better for you and we're sharing that um we always like to say that we kind of maybe you can glean a golden nugget from from something that we are talking about and it, even if it helps you like one percent you know it's it's helped so we hope that um you know us sharing this information is um it comes coming across the right way yeah I mean, um i know we've shared some of this advice before but we thought if it's going to be the tough moments what could we share that can help you yeah. potentially well knowledge dispels yeah. fear yeah. and it's one of those that's hard to kind of grasp before you're on the trip so yeah. one of the reasons where yeah. we've talked about the mindset of the trekker um and things like that before and yeah. you know we've noticed like oh we had a we didn't have as many questions as we do on boots and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But what we know is that if you guys are just listening to this, there'll be some people who are watching it who really, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's made me feel exactly. so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also there are times when, um, particularly in a couple of the, the lists that Andy's written down in his book, um, is the <laughs> there'll be things that we tell you now that don't strictly apply. They don't apply yeah. to pre-trip. They don't apply to training. They apply to those moments when all the chips are in. Yeah. Um, and you've got to dig deep and find a bit. And sometimes, like, the story I always share, right, is because you kind of trained me onto this a little bit, to be yeah. honest. I never used to think about mindset at all. I just used to kind of plow into things head yeah. first, and I either made it or I didn't. And if I did, I was elated. And if I didn't, I was devastated. And Andy's kind of taught me a lot over the years about the power of positivity yeah. and things like that. And the one story that I always give, I don't know if you know about this, but I hurt my knee a while back. What? um yeah which, I did. which one uh it was my left knee the yeah left knee. yeah oh, right, it was okay. a terrible accent um I'll, I'll tell you all about it another time but anyway and when i got to the hospital the first call that i made was to him yeah and honestly it's still get it's getting me again what's wrong with me today and like Mate, you're emotional today. i know i don't know i don't know what i don't know what it is but when i spoke to andy like like yeah. you've got this way mm. of telling like of putting things in perspective and although my world had ended like i knew based on the injury that i wasn't trekking for a year yeah, I wasn't riding my bike for a year, and the next period of my life was going to be all to be about recovery. Yeah. And Andy's got a way of breaking that down and getting you to positively attack each challenge. Yeah. And it was it was weird. And I tell this to the bald yeti John and everyone that says <laughs> it's like I don't know. It was like here you are, if you're the armor you're going to need for a couple of days. Um, yeah. And yeah, and then you got me a book about like how to mentally prepare for recovering after an injury and things like that. And I honestly, and also the power of positivity from all the messages I had from you guys. I remember yeah. like I had so many messages um, uh, from all of you guys. Vicky Dumb, who was on the training weekend, was one of the first to message me. And I always remember yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I'm and uh, we hadn't spoken at all. She'd been on the tune in a couple of times, but didn't really know each other. Yeah. And then she took the time out to send me a message. And that's when I knew, do you know what? Positivity isn't just hoity-toity. It doesn't just exist in the clay. It's a real force to be reckoned with. And it, helped me, right. and it helped me get through that recovery. It's helped me get up mountains. <laughs> and I know that if we tell you this and you're struggling when you're on the yeah. on a peak, yeah. you'll hopefully remember it and be able to kind of think, turn around, <laughs> look at the view, look yeah. back at the hill and get at the top. Exactly. Oh, mate. Jam was, I love that you can show your emotions, Dave. Really? It's rare. rare. Mate, this is, I'm you, glad this is recorded. Do you know, maybe it's, maybe it's because I haven't got a hat on or I've done my hair or anything today. Is that right? This is just, this is, this is you, Dave. This, is, this is raw. This is raw and cut. And I like that the, uh, you've got the, the land of the Yeti Land of the Yeti Honestly, you, another true thing about sharing your emotions, I haven't been able to wear this for about a year. Because you may, you've done exactly after your... Because I got tremendously fat. Yeah. Yeah, hurt my knee and decided the best way to recover was to triple my calorie intake. But <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, you've been working really hard. I know you work. You, you, you're going back to Tupac in December, right? Uh, yeah, going back to Tupac in December. I'm ticking that bad boy off, man. Yeah, I know. It's been. Yeah, you, you I, I want to go back and get Tupac. Um, yeah. Well, you'll do it this time. Hundred um, percent. Just keep drinking enough water. <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned a few things. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing: always learning. Never once think that you've learned. I've climbed exactly. bigger mountains than Tupac, and I've trekked for longer than it takes to get to Tupac. I've yeah. been in hotter and colder temperatures, but you never ever take anything it's, for granted. No, no, mate, it's, it happens, doesn't it? And also, I did have a sinus infection. You did. 
You were ill before the trip. And I had um, heat exhaustion. Yeah, it's, it's, it was bad. Oh, no, Dave's, Dave's oh like... God. <laughs> no, 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 no. We need the, we need the fan. That's, that's a, a that fan. Is, that's a nice uh, Dave is being cooled here by a Dyson fan just over here. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, is it is all right now? That's all right, Andy. Yeah, that would have been a goal that I was definitely not prepared to do. Dry your eyes. Andy's <laughs> office is known for being unbelievably hot. I know. I, I need to take this off. A hit, bit, hit. But, um, we'll see. He's mad, this guy. Well, if it's hot or cold, I, I like extremes. Um, but no, Dave, yeah, it, it's nice hearing those stuff. And, you know, going back to what you said around, yeah, how, how you approach things positively. Yeah, it's, it's it's difficult to just say, just be positive. It, it, that's right. not what we kind of mean. It's more about, you know, how can you almost reframe or... Um, you know put things into perspective that can affect it in a positive way it can even just be snapping yourself out of a negative situation mm -hmm. that you're in um i think like what dave talks about his injury there he was feeling down and all i was trying to do was snap him out of that him focusing on that the the, the downside of where he is well let's think about what what you can aim for um which leads us on to our next one which is talking about goals and targets um because when you have got something to aim for like dave now you're working towards tubecal I know Jen's going with you, you know, it, it focuses everything you do. I think from when you get up in the morning to how you approach your training, to how you approach your packing, everything, because you've got this, you've got this thing to aim for. Yeah. Um, again, I know we, we go back to the why and you've got maybe something different that you're aiming, but actually writing it down, telling someone, this is what I'm going to do. This is when I'm going to do it. It makes you accountable. And I think as, as individuals sometimes, you know, we, we all do this, don't we? I, I certainly used to do this when I was a lot lot younger, is talk about doing something. But when you tell someone, or when you write it down, mm -hmm. it almost makes, well, I better do that now. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to say, well, have you done it yet? You know, or, you know, I, I remember when I was um, 18, 19, I, I was talking about going backpacking for years. Uh, I was saving up for it. And, yeah, people are like, oh, yeah, have you been yet? And I'm like, um, no, 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 I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone yet. I'm still working towards it. And then it wasn't until I made that decision of, right, I'm going to go away. And I went away for um, a year. Not to, not to prison. No, no. <laughs> so did no I, went, I went backpacking. I went, um, I went to Southeast Asia, Australia. Um, Leah's neck of the woods. And, um, you know, so it, it, it shifted my mind then. Actually, you've got to follow through what you say. But when you do tell people and when you've got a goal or a target, it helps. 100%. It helps a lot. 100%. Holds you accountable. Yeah. Um, 100%. And... It's one of those things where I think, yeah, having a goal that you kind of, I, I always go through the same period, right? I decide yeah. I'm going to do something and then I have maybe a few days a week where it's just mine. It's my goal. And then I think to myself, I could easily change my mind. Yeah. And then as soon as I come in, I come in and I'll tell someone about it or I'll post about it or I'll, I'll like talk to my friends and say, come with me. And then the next thing you know, I can't just duck out of it. Yeah. I need a reason. You know, I can't just say, oh, I don't feel like it or no, 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 it's too, it's too scary. And a lot of these things as well is about, I think, desensitizing yourself as well. These goals can seem really big and scary yeah. until you put into practice those things like one, holding yourself accountable, talking to people about it. Yeah. Knowledge dispels fear. The more you learn, the less scary it is. Exactly. Um, yeah, 100%. And it's, and this is kind of a bit different because, I mean, some of the stuff we're talking about here is maybe the things you do before. But if we're talking about goals and targets when you're on a trip and you hit a tough moment, there's something actually that we've, you know, personally I've, I've used in the past, especially on the first time I did base camp, um, you know, because it was the unknown. You know, you, for me then, you know, I, I didn't know because as, as an asthmatic, I didn't know I'd be okay. Didn't know how I'd get at altitude, how I'd get on. But something I did was, was in terms of targets, is actually picking physical targets on the trail, um, especially with altitude when you hit a steep section, you know, you can, you can feel a bit, you know, I'm like, especially at that time, because I was just on my own. I did have a guide. And, you know, on our trips, you are, um, you know, you do have guides who look after you, who manage the pace. But when you've got, um, you know, when you've got moments where it's actually, you know, okay, this is tough now, I pick maybe a tree or a rock in the distance, and I say, right, I'm going to keep going until I hit that, that goal. Um, I also use step counting. So something, if I'm finding it really tough, I'll actually count to 20. So I'll count 20 steps and then I'll stop. Or for instance, you, know, you want to step it up, you want to go 30, 40, 50, 100, you know, whatever it is that is your, it works out well. But the one thing it gets you, takes you away from the struggle, takes you away from the tough side because your mind is focused on the counting rather than how you're feeling. And, even, and, and again, this is just interrupting how you're feeling. If you can interrupt those negative feelings by doing something, it'll spark you out of it. And next thing you'll know, 
you'll feel a little bit differently about it. Yeah, might not always work, but I tell you what, it, in, in my experience, and, and I know, um, you know, reading about this type of thing, it, it kind of does. If you can spark you into action, that's that that's a, only a positive thing, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I love that uh, interrupting yeah. the negative thoughts because really the next one mm. is kind of similar to the first, to this one mm. where, where, where you mentioned like let it wander yeah is and because I, I, I would say this is almost like me and you two sides of the same coin <laughs> you're the step counter the yeah. interrupt the goal orientate i think i'm more the next one which is what yeah. we call let it go and yeah. wander meaning let your mind wander don't walk off yet <laughs> um but like yeah don't do that don't do that because <laughs> and and it's amazing like how yeah. what you can achieve if you just quieten the mind yeah and one of the things that i do now this is, might make me sound like a little bit of a nutter right but yeah. i'll have maybe topics that i want to sort of think about and muse over yeah weirdly when i'm hiking i think about biking and when i'm biking i think about hiking <laughs> right because you can't think about Bikes what i'm doing right, right there right so when i'm about to like start a real steep hill I'll think about, oh, I'm just going to buy those new pedals. No, no, don't think about that, Dave. <laughs> Save it for the hill. <laughs> and honestly, I almost think like, no, no, I'm not going to think about that now. I'm yeah, going to yeah, save yeah. that for the hill. And then as soon as you get to the real steep hill where you've got to kind of dig in, I, I don't force myself to think about it. I just gently let the thoughts flow through my brain and I'll just be hiking up. <sighs> I could get a titanium one. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and honestly, and I let my mind wander. And I, I, and then I have like breaks and things like that to kind of like stop. And one of the most important things, and we always say that as well, on a big steep hill, stop and turn around. Yeah, because otherwise all you'll see are your feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, it makes a big difference if you just stop and you turn around and you look back at where you've come. And all of a sudden you see like, wow, <laughs> like 10 minutes ago, I was like miles away down there. All of a sudden, if I've just done that in 10 minutes, the top doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Okay, I could get the magnesium ones, but they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, sorry, I, I just read what Jan said there. Um, he said, I'm better now, but I've been ill, had some sedentary months, so I'm gonna have to start again. Been dragging my heels a bit. You two are totally inspiring me today. I'll get bet out there ASAP. Roll on weekend, I give myself a test drive. Thank you. 100%, uh, Jan. Nice. 100%. Yeah. Honestly, it doesn't matter how long yeah. you've been sat on the sofa watching TV, it could be a week, a month, a year, or 10 years. Yeah. It really doesn't make a difference. I can tell just from that message that she hasn't lost the spark to go and get out there and do things. Exactly. We uh, talk about interrupts. Hopefully this has interrupted that for you, Jan. Yeah, you know? 100%. <laughs> and Jan, I completely yeah. uh, you know, sympathize with you. There are moments where I've been like physically ill and you know, even sort of mentally, I wouldn't say mentally ill is a bit strong, but not mentally focused on what I should be doing. Yeah. And you kind of just it's easier to sit down and just distract yourself with TV and food in my case. Yeah. But you know, I promise you, Jan, all you've got to do is get up and go outside and walk for 15 minutes and you'll feel better. And then I guarantee you that but you're, in a blink of an eye, you'll be going out and you'll be walking for 10 hours and achieving summits and doing mm -hmm. awesome sorts of stuff. I know that because I did it myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got a couple of um, shout outs as well. I think Lucy Bagley's finally on here. We mentioned you earlier, Lucy. Congrats on the summit. I know you're, you're back in Mochi. Um, yeah, have a well-earned point, mate. You deserve it. Awesome. Uh, all groups successfully submitted. Yeah, they did. Uh, she's altituded, I think. Um, submitted. I was, <laughs> no, was going to say then, and you mean summited. I know. No, you've read it perfectly. Yeah, 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 yeah you've read, read it perfectly. Um, and then we got Des Lally's on here as well. Hey, Des, how oh, you doing? Nice to see him on the live, finally. He got him off Penn Van. Oh yeah, Finally. yeah. He's um, yeah. He's what well, has he been? Great distraction ideas, go special in cold water dipping. Yeah, it's getting exactly. Des is um, yeah. Des is an amazing guy that's done some amazing things for charity. He did like awesome. what twenty four hours rugby on Penavan on the summer. It was more than that actually. Um, um I think he, he actually they actually went longer than that. Yeah, Des was it like thirty six hours? Remind us. I've, I know uh, Des was on our podcast. Uh, definitely give him a listen. Um, I believe yeah, it should be live on the podcast now. Matt Malarkey podcast. Have a look at Dez's um, episode. It's really good, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he also did that thing, didn't he? He climbed Penavan every day for a that year. That thing? Yeah, yeah. That other <laughs> bit. That little, yeah, because he climbed Penavan every day for a year. Which was amazing. Yeah. Very inspiring, man. Very inspiring. Love you, Des. Um, great. I hope, hope uh, life is treating you well, mate. Um, but yeah, and, and it's quite interesting as well. Just just reading people, what, what they do. Like, I think I'm just looking here. Let's have a look. Who was it? I believe it was George um he stops and pours a coffee looks up clouds above monroe i'll know i'll get a coffee with dad off i go head down small steps 
Mate, it's just nice hearing what George, what, what, what you what you guys do. Isn't he usually sat inside a septic tank? He is. He is usually inside some sort of tank. So he's actually he's, he's yeah. only ever inside of a tank or on a Munro. <laughs> it's not bad. It's such a I, ju- I, I, it's such a juxtaposition amazing. of uh, George's life. You know, he either yeah. can only see the surface like five inches in front of his face, or he can see the moon. <laughs> amazing, brilliant. Um, some people as well. They go in uh, off uh, Sam uh, Samantha Wright. Off National Three Peaks this weekend, a warm-up free BC in November. Mate, good luck. I hope it goes well. Smash it, Sam. Um, Send it. Yeah, post some pictures <laughs> in the Evertrek group on Facebook, mate. It'd be great to see how you're getting on. Yeah. Perfect training. We were actually talking um, when we were sort of planning out some of these lives. Believe it or not, we do sometimes. Uh, we don't just we leave do it to the time, do we, Dave? No, um, really, really, <laughs> really is it 29 minutes past 12 and we're going, what's, what's today on? <laughs> Boots, quick, go grab a pick. Now, we were talking about the difference between, and this is another one we're going to do, is um, is the difference between training and adventures and whether you can just do adventures as part of your training instead of just calling it training. Um, it's Anyway, one for a, a couple of weeks um, when, when, we're, when I'm back from Peru. But yeah, um, certainly a great way for training. Get out there, do some three peaks. Yeah, let us know you get on, Sam. Um, be definitely good to hear from you. Um, yeah, some nice people all over the place here. It's nice, nice to hear from Lucy uh, and Des um, and Danny Reed as well. Um, I, all I can think about is the food. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, but yeah, so we we you may, we'll go back to what we talked about there, just so we can finish off. I know we've had a few questions come in. Any more questions, guys? Do drop them in because I think we've had about three or four so far. So yeah, we don't, don't want to be just you know sat here. We want to answer some of your questions. Um, it can be about what we're talking today, about tough moments. It can be about Mandel Bhutans, if you there like. There you are. There you are. You've done it, it then. I've done in. it then. And it. that's it. That's um, all we're going to get now is boot questions. <laughs> well, we're doing one about boots soon. But no, the, the, the let it go and wander bit, you know, without going into Frozen, couldn't resist doing that, let it go, is... is oh, I, I know. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's loose, loose connection. I don't, you haven't you, seen it yet? Yeah, but I don't have an eight-year-old. That's fine. Nine. No, she's nine now. Almost Sorry, else. Sorry, else. I know. Um, is is important to, to kind of let your mind wander a bit because some people can get quite tense. I think, um, you know, you when you're focused on a goal or a target or you're going up, um, you know, on an adventure, you, you your body can start to tense up and, you know, you're, you're okay, you're focused on the challenge. But if you are struggling and you're thinking about altitude, you've got a headache, um, you know, maybe you're not quite feeling yourself. Maybe you haven't eaten for a day. You know, you're, you're not going to be feeling yourself. <clears throat> Excuse me. But actually, and then you go back to the beginning where we talk about the why and, and why you're there. But if you can start to let your mind wander, and like Dave said, he's thinking about bikes, or if he's trekking, he's thinking about you know, on he's, bikes. He's biking, he thinks about tracks. Yeah. It's it's good to kind of mix that up and think about you know, all the different things. I mean, I know um, I think Stefan's put on there. Stefan got your name right this week. Uh, when I'm thinking, I think about my mortgage bills, cost of living, mate. <laughs> Not everyone does that. I'm just going to put it out there. But yeah, you know, it's good to process stuff. I remember when I went to Everest Base Camp. When I when my mind wandered, you know what I thought about? What? Thought about setting a, a company up. Yeah. Isn't it mad? Because my mind wandered, and I, I thought about I want to help people do what I did, and that was because I, I kind of let things go a little bit. And, yeah. You know, you know, it's good to have thinking time. I think all of us have busy lives. You know, we're always doing something, we're always going to be somewhere. You know, I know obviously some people, depending on where you're at in life, but, you know, Western society can be busy, um, you know, watching things on Netflix, you know, we're, we're, we're doing all these busy stuff, you know, and sometimes you don't have that time to think mm. about stuff. I'm on the holidays now. Exactly. Yeah, you've got to have time to to, to process things in life. Um, yeah. You know, Stefan said there, you know, there's, there's certain things he wanted to process. You know, for me, it was processing about what I was going to do next after that Everest Base Camp trip. Um, and you never know what can, what thoughts can can happen and what yeah. where your life can lead just by letting it wander. I honestly think climbing Kilimanjaro was like a form of meditation for me. You know. Yeah. When I when I left the camp, and we all put our hands in and we had like a summit. Yeah. And then that's right, uh, yeah, as yeah. we set off, there's actually if you watch our <clears throat> video, there's a little bit right at the beginning where you see us all walking. And you see someone walking really slowly. That's me. Um, yeah, it is. And, with a, the, and, that, that, oh, that big bucket hat. Um, no, no, this is summit night. It's oh, yeah, yeah, I only yeah. know it's me because I recognize the, the rab trousers I've got on. Yeah. But it's weird. It's like my mind was almost completely vacant. I was just letting really thoughts were coming in and going out. It was like, like meditation. A, it was, and it was, yeah, it was, it was great. It was um, 
I don't know. Is I've, I've only ever felt that on Killian. I think it was something about setting off at night. You've only got the head torch, this little cone of light guiding you. Yeah. And it's almost like forced mindfulness because there's yeah. there's nothing else to consider. There's no nothing else to kind of distract you from the job of just one foot in front of the other. And yeah. I always say that, right? There's something about trekking that always does it for me. First time I ever realized it was when I got back from EBC and me and Billy and you met yeah. up to go for a walk. Yeah. And it was the first walk I did after EBC and I put my rucksack on and all of a sudden it was like, I swear, honest to God, it was like my mind suddenly went. Really? And yeah. it was just, it was just that act of putting that rucksack on. It just set me straight back on that yeah. path. And I was like, interrupted you. I was like, that's great. <laughs> that, just that click there is like, yeah, it's, it's amazing, great. isn't it? Sparked you into life. I love that, Dave. Dave, very true. And Jerome, the rock carrier himself. The rock carrier. <laughs> hey, Jerome, I hope you're well, mate. Um, and what, one of the last big ones that I kind of written down was, you know, I mean, the, this this is a bit of a cliche, really, about never, never giving up um, is... It's, it's important um you know I, I know the other ones you know can work and you know the interruption of maybe you're feeling negative you know breaking things down letting it go you know picking targets they're all important but there's there's it doesn't matter how fast you're going but never give up if you're moving you're moving you're you if you're moving forward you're still moving it doesn't matter how slow you go and um you know that never given up attitude now obviously i know on our treks you know there are medical reasons why people have to give up there are certain times when we have to because for safety but you know actually um there's certain times when uh sorry sorry jerome don't carry anymore um when when is when you're um sorry just try to uh, get my get my thread yeah when, when you're actually in that moment and you think you are like nim said was it when you think you're fucked when you're, you're only 45 percent yeah. <laughs> we'll beat those out yeah uh for anyone on the podcast no no um and, you're, and you're it, it's true one, you're the only one that's ever sworn on you do you know that well we could do no no one. no because there was the um <laughs> there was the it was one of the funniest moments on kilimanjaro when me and you were talking and we were recording a podcast on the top and you that's said, right and you said it's freezing that's right yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well you know you gotta you know, emotions take over yeah, yeah um but no yeah yeah when, when it's true when, when you when you do think you you've had enough you have got more in the tank yeah 100 percent. i know mentally we think oh my god i'm just i'm just i just need to sit down i'm exhausted um you know and it's okay to sit down by the way not for anyone that likes to sit down um it's good to have a rest but you know recuperate get some energy in you and off you go but it is that just just remembering that again go back to your why remember why you why you why you're there why you want to do it um that will help with the never given up attitude um, and I think some of these things, you know, there's a lot of things there that you can take into this. We can call it the mental mix, whatever, you know, just just off the bat. And, you know, it could all help you 1%. But those 1% start to add up. And next thing you know, mm. you're on the summit, Killy. Next thing you know, you're Everest Base Camp. Uh, where, you know, whatever you set as the goal, you're going to reach it. And, yeah, I think I think those those things help. Yeah, no, 100%. I think um, there's no getting around it that yeah. there are certain times when you've got to dig deep, stay hard and just crack on, you know, and because trekking is difficult, trekking at altitude yeah. is even is even harder. And what we're trying to do is like, you know, it's like no one tool can, you know, yeah. repair a car. You need a toolbox, yeah. you know, and when you need, when the moment's right, you pick out that one tool and it helps you get through the day. But yeah. very occasionally, even on treks, you're going to need a hammer, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's analogy of the week. Analogy that, of the that, week. That is brilliant. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, and occasionally you just pull out that hammer and you just think, right, that's yeah. it. This one's for all the marbles. I've licked the stamp. <laughs> all I got to do is send it. Yeah. And then and you just and you just get and you just get up there. Yeah. And you do see it. You see people get at the top. And it's funny, like you'll get at the top of a section and be like, yeah, that's OK. And you'll see someone else like, get in. And you think like <laughs> that was their summit. It's great to see. Yeah. And then other moments, they'll see you. And then on those very special ones, you'll all have it at the same time together, <laughs> like on the summit of Killing. Percussion makes us love it. Yeah. Um, Heather has got a good point as well. So I noticed something else. Yeah. I, well done for remembering, Heather. Uh, Andy mentions once on here about the 11 more steps. That always comes to mind when I'm struggling. Yeah, it's um that was Sorry. something I went, I went to. Uh, remember that? Um, forgot his name now it's on the tip of my tongue he did um uh, in antarctica you know he was at a charity event for clamai homeless charity and there was a guy there and he did oh, remember no. he talked about um yeah. scott the antarctic and and he was yeah 
basically, if he went 11 more steps every day, he would have survived. Give me one second. I can find out if you're asking me. <laughs> she, would, she would know. He would know. Um, but he was an awesome guy. Um, he actually runs um, an expedition company called Shackleton, but about training. It's actually really interesting. Um, if you're going to do any um, Arctic or Antarctic exploration or trips, um, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, but 100%, that, that 11 more steps. If he did 11 more steps every day, accumulatively, he'd have made it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's yeah, the theory. He called the whole presentation 11 more steps. Is that the presentation I watched with you at that Clamway event? It was. Why has it not stayed in my mind? I don't know. No, I left early. You left early. That's why I did it. I yeah, left early. Yeah, also, did. yeah, Stuart Taylor got my Goggins reference. David Goggins, <laughs> you see, a lot of people, hey. a lot of people love him. A lot of people hate yeah. him. To me, it's not about an in, an entire philosophy. Yeah. That type of mindset is one tool. It's usually my hammer that I keep there and I get out. Sometimes I need to pull out Zen and the uh, the, the art of motorcycle maintenance. Yeah, Maybe. you'd love that book, and yeah, I read it as a kid and didn't really understand I was it. Say that you know me. Not, not, you're in. You're, you 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 like wheels. I like. You know, it's all no, good. no, no, but it, it's it's not really about motorcycle maintenance. Oh, really? It's about mindset. Oh, yeah, I'll have to check it's that out. It's called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Okay. It's one of the most famous books on that sort of thing. Sorry, Andy with Lord Joe's, that's very funny. About the presentation, you should have stayed 11 more minutes. <laughs> He's a joker. That is He's a joker. genius. No, you're, you're right, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, what, why did I have to leave that day? I was annoyed <laughs> somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I you, you were off on a trip. I won the raffle. You run. You won the raffle. But I won the comedy club. prize. Um, Right, what we got? About 20 more minutes. Um, just before we go into the next bit, because there was is one important one we haven't talked about yet. Um, but yeah, it's coming close, actually. The British Travel Awards. You may have discussed this before, but we were um, entered nominated and we're finalist in the British Travel Awards. And magically, Vicky is going to post the link here. Um, but it would be awesome if our ever trekkers, um, it's to do with the uh, best, uh, it says holiday trekking company. You know, we, we don't really do holidays. It's uh, adventures, right? But, um, it, it you know, in terms of winning, that would be amazing to us. Mm. You know, we're, we're amongst some really, um, you know, companies that have been here like 30, 40 years, and we really think we've got a chance. Um, but it's voted by by you guys. So, um, yeah, it'd be amazing if you could uh, vote for us. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, there's the link there. Um, we uh, Vicky's put it up. It's some cool stuff. Apparently, um, by voting, and this isn't a bribe, um, but yeah, because um, we've noticed some others doing it. Uh, but yeah, if you do vote, I think you get into like some free prize draw, I think, for, for voting, yeah. um, which is quite cool. I get to win some trips and stuff. So yeah, definitely, uh, obviously not nothing to do with us, but British Travel Awards are giving away some cool stuff. So yeah, if you do vote, um, yeah, it's quite a cool reason. But we know you don't need a reason because you love us anyway. Uh, but no, if you do, um, you know, it's great that we're on, um, you know, that we're on that finalist list. Um, and we feel, you know, over the last, you know, four or five years, we've really um, found our, what we do and our, our calling. Um, you know, we feel, you know, we, we feel like we do a good good job at that. Um, and it'd be really good if we can win that. But um, anyway, thought I'd throw that in just before we go on to the next one. Yeah. Because uh, I think it was, if I go up to the question, I think it was Becky, actually. Becky Miles, tips for pre-trek mind tricks. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, but actually, I got something written down here, which was about the pre and the post mindset. Um, so we'll talk about the pre here. And yeah, you're right. You know, after the build up, um, you know, again, we go to goals and targets what we talked about earlier. Things can start to manifest in a way that it actually seems it does weigh you down, does weigh on your mind. I think you put there, um, you know, the flight to Lukla. Exactly. You've probably been watching videos of that. You've been reading about that. There's quite a lot of stuff about certain things. And sometimes that can influence you, can't it? in a negative way um as well as a positive because you're excited but there's an element of fear and you know i understand that i've been there you know i think we've all had those anxieties of the unknown the unknown definitely can, can manifest in many different ways but again go back to why you're going you know what you you've heard this you put the training in you know you booked it however long ago remember that we weren't allowed out of our house for x we were allowed to go to these places for 18 months two years um, I think sometimes we need to be almost have that bit of gratitude that we're allowed to travel, that we're allowed to go and we can, you know, then it kind of you're free, you're off to, to enjoy yourself <clears throat> and having those things in your mind, you kind of take that maybe a little bit of that anxiety away. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, would you agree? Is there anything else that you Yeah, no, you know? I, I also think that, yeah. you know, the having fears and, and stuff like that it's normal, is, right? is normal and yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. the kind of the point. 
Yeah. You know, you're not you're not signing up for something that you know 100% you can already achieve. Yeah. You know, like if you you know you sign up for a marathon, the whole point is that you might not make it. Yeah. You might fall short of your goal. Yeah. That's what makes it an adventure. That's where yeah, you yeah. put in the that's it's a risk. You know, and um, to me, that's part of the point. It's part of the fun. It's part of the adventure. Whenever people set off to try and climb Everest, it wasn't because they knew they could get it to the top. There were other mountains that were unclimbed that they knew they could summit. Yeah. But Everest was the one that they might not get to. Yeah. You know, so I think, yeah, awesome. having those little fears about the plane and things like that, you can 100% overcome them. And, you know, just open that toolbox, look in there, what's the best tool for the job? Sometimes it's like, do you know what? I'm just going to get on that plane. I, I don't care. I'm just getting on the plane. Other times it's headphones in, put on a podcast that really distracts you, something completely unrelated to what you're doing. Close your eyes and only think about that. Other times, if you're like me, it's just great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really good fun. And uh, But then there are other things that, you know, that, that concern me more than than that. Everyone's got their own little maintenance to climb along the way. Yeah, exactly. It might be things that you go through in life, um, you know, and, and this this trip might be an interruption for that um you know it might be something that you're there and it's it's kind of okay maybe like maybe this you know because trips do affect people in amazing ways mm -hmm. they really do I, I think once you do one of the trips and or maybe a couple of trips and you realize what you what you're capable of i mean you know your world's your oyster it really is like you you know you can do whatever you want to do I, i'm firmly believe that um you know certainly the journey you know i know a lot of people have been on i mean loads of ever trackers have messaged and talked about their stories and then where they've gone on to, it's actually amazing yeah. um, and, and very inspiring. And I think, you know, going and thinking about that before you go there, actually, I'm going to go out there. It's outside my comfort zone, but I'm going to throw myself into it and I'm going to do great. And then on the, when you come back and you sit down, you know, cup of, cup of coffee in your hand, um, you know, this might be after the dust settles a little bit. And sometimes it takes a couple of weeks and then you realize, shit, well, this is I've actually achieved something. Yeah. I swore again there. I've actually oh, done something. I know, mate. I've, I've got a <laughs> loose. I, weirdly, outside of the tune in, I think I'm more sweary than you. You are. I don't. I, I think it's because we're talking about mental stuff. And I'm like, you get guess, guess, I'm passionate about it. Guess him going. <laughs> guess him going. Um, but it is really, you know, you, you can achieve anything in life. You really can. Yeah, um, I 100% agree. You know, and obviously, if you if you want challenges and things, you're in the right place, um, which is which is great. But right, we've got. Should we do the question? Yeah, we we'll do some questions because because you asked for them. I know. We've sorry, guys. Sorry. Few, and yeah, now we've we'll, got ten minutes. We'll, we'll make them. Well, you know, even if we we go over, that's fine. Let's get these questions answered. Okay. okay. What we got? Okay. So the first one, yeah. um, Bruce Stevens has said, hey, seems uh, seems geared up for younger people. What age ranges yeah. do you cater for? Okay, Bruce. Yeah. Well, I actually I think you'd be quite surprised. Um, the oldest person that we've ever had come on one of our trips. I was actually lucky enough to trek with the guy. His name's David, and he was 72 when he made Everest Base Camp. Awesome. Um, we've also had, was is Leah probably the youngest? 14? Uh, yeah, Leah's yeah, Everest. Everest. Yeah, yeah. So there's a huge age range. And I dare yeah, yeah. say we take people a little older, and I dare say we take people a little younger. Um, age is just but a number. Yeah. It's not something that we really factor into our decision about who we yeah. take and who we don't. The onus is on you. If you're, if you want to take on one of these challenges, then we'll facilitate it in any way. Yeah. Honestly, but I, I, whenever we talk about these trips, and me and Andy will sit down and we think, what about this trip? What about that trip? One thing we've never ever discussed is, do you know what? That that trip might not be suitable for people of this age or that age. To to us, it it doesn't mean anything. You try telling Randolph yeah. Bynes he's too old to do something. Exactly. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And you try screw tell, you guys. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. And you try telling that Leah she's too young. Yeah. You know, Leah's Everest, um, yeah, amazing. Massively so inspirational. I, I honestly, I honestly, yeah, the youngest person I think the summit Everest was about 16 years old. I think the oldest guy was in his 80s. Yeah. Uh, for us, it, it doesn't matter. You can get out there and you can have at it and, and yeah. It is just a number. It really is, really is. Um, it depends on the individuals, like they've said. Um, you know, but if, you, if you've got that uh, desire and that motivation, maybe we've interrupted you today. You know, talk about interruption a lot. Um, but no, but yeah, oh, get out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I got it. You little No, that's good. <laughs> um, Haley's got a good one actually. Um, tough for me, except going uphill if it's really hot. So suffering with the heat. Yeah, mate. I'm, I know Dave. Dave suffers in the heat a lot. Oh, he makes runs me hot. Hate it. Um, I can do the same walk in different weather and feel so differently. Mm -hmm. Any tips to deal with this mentally on top of hydration, something like <sighs> that? Yeah, it's I mean, Dave. I mean, it's a good one for you because you've mm. you've done all these 
challenges essentially yeah and you struggle with the heat yeah i despise the heat um you still you still do it yeah 100 percent. yeah it's it, it's it, honestly if we set out on a training weekend like yeah. we recently did and the average temperature was 34 mm. and it peaked at 36 to me that's like oh god yeah <laughs> but give me a cold shower um i realized that there's things about preparation so beforehand i think i okay i know i'm going to struggle yeah so accept that i'm going to accept that i'm yeah. going to struggle today that it's going to be a hot one but that again that's that's the whole point of why i'm going out there to do yeah. it and it's good to let other people see you struggle people always <laughs> assume that we'll be the strongest on the hill but it's not true yeah. you know sometimes like i'll be so slow but i take here's some practical advice so one get one of these cool towels you can download you can download them you can search, find them on the internet and buy them you can't download a towel yet maybe elon will work <laughs> on that um and basically you can just pour some water on it and it'll stay and then wring it out and it stays cool for two hours they're really good around the back of the neck on the head it really helps um and water is key it doesn't matter how hot you feel it doesn't matter how much you're sweating as long as you're replacing that fluid so um carry enough water something i constantly mess up um but you know your pack's going to be a little bit heavier than it normally is because you need to fill that water mm. and the other one is sunscreen keep the sun off you i wear yeah. long sleeves um not like hot warm long sleeves but like a base layer yeah. long sleeves with a zip up i'll keep my neck covered i'll have like a bucket hat everyone yeah. takes the mick out of me but i think i look like you know some cool sort of 90s raver um it, yeah it, it and, does remind me of um ah what's his name sorry i've interrupted you now um ah, what's his name kevin and perry go large that's yeah, where, yeah, that's get, where it reminds get, me of. get that a lot get that a lot for me it's more like <laughs> but I it think, works functional i'm thinking more like you know the happy monday stone roses yeah, okay that sort uh, of thing yeah, yeah, but other people go for kevin and perry <laughs> it's fine um but yeah honestly the heat is something that you're just gonna have to deal yeah. with by keeping it off your exposed skin keeping yeah. yourself cool and replacing those fluids another thing that i do is i've got a little yeti flask the brand yeti and i'll fill it with ice very on brand yeah and then i'll, I'll <laughs> fill that with ice and it's so good it keeps the ice cubes yeah. in the solid state right up until the end of the walk um and then i usually give myself a point you know when i get there i'm gonna start eating my ice and it's yeah, like nice it's amazing and, and my one when we received the training weekend we did the horseshoe ridge there's a long roman road stretch and it goes on for ages it's just rock it's boiling hot yeah and i thought when i get to the start of that roman road i'm gonna start eating ice cubes <laughs> and um yeah that was my little uh that was my little distraction from that no it's really good it's yeah there's so many things there i think um the only thing i'd add yeah definitely just like you said accepting that you're going to be hot i think david already said it but just just go in there knowing you're going to be hot and thinking yep. what can you do to make your life easier have a plan um you know definitely a plan in terms of okay i'm gonna to have to up my water intake today because it's so hot um i think one of the only trips really you'll you'll, you'll feel that way is probably on tubecal mm. in the summer months yeah. i know we got some other trackers who've been there it is it can get up to you know, like 30 40 degrees you know and and, and you'll have to your altitude anyways you've got to step up your water intake mm -hmm. so yeah just um just accept that um georgie's asked guys meant to ask last week we are allowed are we allowed to take beef jerky and stuff to ebc yeah good question georgie i know where you come from there um you know uh nepal being primarily a hindu country um so they don't eat beef but you are allowed to, to bring them in there yeah definitely and a lot of people do actually mm -hmm. just to keep the um i mean you, know, you you've had it before haven't you just keep your protein up yeah i bought one pack um just to, just because i fancied a bit of meat yeah a bit of a treat but honestly treat. it's like it's not the type of thing you're gonna so with that yeah. you just have to be sort of a little bit culturally aware um yeah. you know the people the guides and things like that probably won't eat it so you don't need to yeah. offer it around or anything like that but yeah. for me it's just a little trail snack yeah. so pull the packet off put it in my pocket reach in grab a bit of beef jerky as i'm going up and some people as well they have to eat meat you know there's certain yeah. dietary requirements where they um you know they need the protein or whatever Nice. I know there's a lot of vegetarians going, you can get enough protein on this. But yeah, you know, I spoke to a guy the other day that said he needed to eat meat. So nice. Yeah. Um, Peter's asked, I'm looking to do Killy in 2025. Where can I find all the info for what you guys provide? Yeah, Pete, I reckon definitely get onto the trip page. Um, Vicky, if you're if you can drop the Kilimanjaro trip page on there, there is a guide um, on the page you can download, Pete. Um, that gives you all the information for the trip. And um, there we are literally as if by magic the link is on there but so yeah. definitely go there download the guide give you a full trip walk through got some videos so you can see what you're getting getting yourself into um obviously you're in the right place because you know if you want to learn more about altitude and what we do and um you know you've got other ever trackers here who have been to killy or going on killy you're in the right place um 
uh, to go on any high altitude adventure. So definitely, yeah. that's why I suggest Pete, just just first off, just so you can see what kind of trip we run. Um, you know, we like to take it nice and easy, nice and slow. That's why we go the long way on Killy. A uh, better chance um, of summit success. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, Pete. Have a little look on there, mate. Awesome. Uh, Rachel Horton. Does anyone listen yep. to music or podcasts to help them through the pain barrier? Any recommendations? Yeah. Um, yeah, I hundred percent do. Um, there's loads. Of, I mean, I can. Yeah. Any recommendations for podcasts? When I'm traveling, I tend to listen to Kermode and Mayo's movie podcast quite a bit. Really? I'm yeah, just just, just, just movie reviews and interviews and stuff like that. That's quite cool. Yeah, it's just like a little uh, little thing that I'll listen to. I tend to listen to like more lighthearted stuff when I'm trekking, like comedy shows and things like that. Um, I listened to one when I was trekking in uh, Nepal once. It's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Wow. Uh, honestly. That's a different. Uh, honestly, it's really, really interesting. funny. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's, honestly, it's really weird, but really funny. <laughs> Sounds fun. It's about this guy that just realizes that his dad has written, a, has written like an erotic novel, and they read sections from it, and then they discuss it. It's really weird. There we go. Maybe um, you can let but, it go on, honestly, the, on yeah. the trip listening to that. Honestly, those, those things I really I really do think of. <laughs> like things that like, make you laugh, take your mind off. The Goon uh, Show, old but brilliant. That's from Andrew. Yeah, the there was a few show. recommendations of uh, some crime podcasts earlier on the comments. Oh, so I'm yeah, trying yeah. to find, Dave, because I know you're, uh, yeah, you're, a, you're, a, you're a lover of that. Yeah, but I, weirdly, I, I, I really, I love a serial killer podcast. Yeah. You know, um, but for some reason when I'm in the mountains, I, I don't like to listen to it. It's different energy, right? Yeah. But yeah. You've obviously got the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Wow, Good tune. We need to do more. We do. We've, um, I say we've, we've, I know we, we do a lot of the Tuesday tune ins, but, uh, Infinite Monkey Cage is brilliant, by the way. Oh, uh, here we go. Some small town dicks true crime podcast. Yeah. I feel like I'm swearing I, again. I've listened to all of them. I've got a few different swear words in this one, but um, in the infinite monkey cage without your toes. Is that how it goes? It's uh, Brian Cox and um, uh, just fill the gap. Um, okay, I'm going to interrupt. Robin Ince. <laughs> Robin Ince. Robin Ince. And um, they just they just have they have comedians and scientists on, and they just banter. Nice. Great. Right. A couple of others just before we finish. Then uh, I think it was Ginny. In our duffel to EBC, I assume the sleeping bag and jacket that we borrow in uh, count for the total weight, how much they weigh. Yes. Yeah, so when you've got a sleeping bag and your jacket, they do go in your duffel bag. I mean, you can kind of sneakily get away with it because you can wear your duffel. Um, you could wear, wear your duffel. <laughs> wear your down jacket. Do. It's a really long hat. <laughs> that would be very uncomfortable. Now, you can wear your jacket so it doesn't get weighed. Just putting that out there. People do it. Um, and then, you know, you can put that in the sleeping bag once you're off. You can put it back in the bag. Just an idea. Um, some people then they wear their heavy boots. There's little things you can carry because you don't get weighed. Um, so you can put stuff in your pockets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely with that, the total weight of the sleeping bag, I believe, is just over one, uh, just under one and a half. But there are different sizes. You get uh, to, to have a look at them at the hotel, yeah. um, uh, aloft when you arrive in Nepal. So definitely have a look. And so some of them are a bit smaller. Some of them might be a bit bigger. Yeah. So I know it's. Um, you know, this weight thing around, uh, you know, trying to get uh, accurate, close as you can get to 15 kgs with a duffel bag and your day pack yeah. is obviously challenging. Um, but yeah, these are just the, the kind of requirements that um, the airlines have put on, unfortunately. Um, you know, but then we go back to it. You know, you've got to take what you got to take uh, in terms of uh, if you need certain things. You know, like when I take um, some of my camera gear, you know, I go probably over 20 kgs. But I'm, I'm comfortable then that if it gets taken off and it's on the next plane, I'll just have to wait for it, you know, mm. um, because then, you know, because sometimes that does happen. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. And they say, oh, OK, there's extra five kgs. Can you uh, give us, you know, a couple of hundred rupees, something like that? You know, it's not it's not massively expensive. Um, but, you know, in, our, in terms of our guidance is to aim for 15 kgs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jerome's asked as well. Can you top up your water supply whilst on the trail whilst walking? Yeah, you but, can. It just depends on what bottle well, you got, in, right? in in EBC. EBC, yeah. He's got yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's loads of places along the along the way because you're generally trekking a well-trodden trail. There are obviously yeah. spots where there's n you can't. Yeah. But I mean, if you've got like a filter bottle, you could. Yeah, um, yeah. If you got yourself an Evertrek filter bottle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but other than that, generally speaking, you'll you'll start in the morning. You'll stop somewhere for lunch. <clears throat> And those two, that's plenty of opportunity. Like you, you yeah. I've never wanted, uh, I've never run out of water on one of our tracks, but that's for sure. No, um, it's, it's a good, good one though. And 
um, yeah, you, obviously water is so, so important. Jerome, I know you're, you're on it, mate. Um, yeah, but you're never going to go thirsty up there. There's, there's yeah. plenty of stops. Jan Wilshaw said, is yeah. there a cool version of a bucket hat? <laughs> now, I want to know, all bucket hats are Just cool, Jan. All bucket hats are cool. However, if you mean <laughs> if you mean temperature cool, um, I recommend the Outdoor Research OR. I think it's called the Helios. Yeah. If you put OR Helios bucket hat in, yeah. I guarantee you'll eventually find the one that's got like it's, it's designed to keep your yeah. head cool. However, if you mean you want one that looks cool, any bucket hat will serve that purpose. Yeah. Any bucket hat. But if you want to look really cool, um, and if you like to uh, look like Indiana Jones, you could try and get one of those big Indiana Jones. My hats. dad wears one. Uh, not trilbies. No, it's that's not, that's a bit old school. It's not, it? not a trilby. My my dad wears them. There's a uh, Tilly. A Tilly. A Tilly yeah, hat. They're brilliant. You, know, so you can get one of them, yeah. But um, obviously not quite as cool as the bucket hat. Yeah. But um, got a few questions coming in here now. <laughs> um, we'll we'll answer. We'll finish off. We'll answer them. Um, how much does the Evertrek filter bottle weigh? Quite light, actually. Fedora, fedora hat. Yeah, I love a fedora. Um, yeah, Evertrek filter bottle weigh. They're quite. I, I'd say less than half a kilo. Um, mm. They are very obviously a lot when you've got a liter of water in there. Uh, sorry, just under a liter of water. You know, it does almost um, just a, under kilo, a kilo. Just under a kilo. Um, a, a kilo. A kilo. Um, Charlotte, uh, what do you think about the reservoir things in small rucksacks? Yes, water bladders. Really good. Um, highly recommend it. Um, just because. You know, you don't have to get your bottle out every time to drink. And statistically, you'll drink more water when you've got one of these that's just there. And you can just literally straight to your mouth. 100%. And what we we kind of yeah, we kind of use the, the term uh, looky, looky, sippy, sippy. So if you're looking around, enjoying the ruse, you, ruse? The ruse. It's all the ruse. <laughs> We're not in Australia. <laughs> in, it's because it's because. Um, oh, no, I, I, I Leah meant, there with dot .au. She got me. I meant ruse as in like it's a trick. Ah, I thought my ruse is a trick. Kangaroos. It's a trick. Yeah, I do know, I suppose, yeah. You haven't spent enough time in Australia. No, I don't. Well, <laughs> yeah, three weeks in Australia. Um, no, but yeah, when it comes to um, the views, uh, sip your drink. Uh, definitely yeah. highly recommend it. And then, obviously, you can get your, your filter bottle or your water bottle out and drink that as well. But yeah, I highly recommend it. I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, we have a training weekend that we still have some spaces left. Oh, well, we do. Oh, my God. I can't believe we forgot to talk yeah, about we, it. We, we were about to get shouted at. We were. Um, yeah. So we do have a training weekend on the 21st of October, yes. 2022. Um, yeah. So next month. Yeah. And we have a couple of spaces left. There's a few. I'm not sure exactly how many, but one of the girls, Vic, uh, Vicky, can you put a link to the training weekend in there? Um, my God. Seriously, she's good. I mean... She's good. Yeah, I didn't even finish she knows. I think she was had it in there and she was thinking if he doesn't say it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so guys, if you want to join myself, Andy, um, Mountain Guide Steve, yeah. um, on, a, on a training weekend, uh, essentially, imagine the Tuesday tune-in, but it's 48 Lies. hours long. <laughs> but it's 48 exactly. hours long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't stop. Um, and um, yeah, we'll discuss all of the Tuesday tune-in topics over the two days. Exactly. Brilliant. Uh, Simon's asking on subject of drinks, where's the best coffee shop in Tamil? Wow. Simon, um, honestly, mate, there are a lot of good coffee shops. In Tamil? Yeah, there's loads, aren't yeah. there? I'm just, I'm just trying to think of the exact one. There is, there's one called yeah. O2K, which I've gone a couple of times. They do, they do loads of stuff, not just coffee, but I've had a good coffee there. Or there's, I tell you, there's a really good one outside of Tamil. If you go to Budana Stupa, yep. so get a bit of uh, free time. We go there on the day tour anyway. Himalayan Java. Himalayan Java. Actually, yep. one of the best coffees I've had in, um, in in Nepal. It's one of the few places you can actually buy bacon. It is actually. I spoke to a news. It's not really a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they eat pork, but yeah. they just don't eat a lot of bacon. But if you want to go there and you you fancy you, a treat, you, you like that sort of and stuff, and you like your coffee. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, yeah. So Simon, I hope that helps, mate. I hope it helps. Um, there was one question as well. I think it was Diane. Diane, really sorry because I know I was going through. Diane Fizakali. Yeah, Diane Fizak. Um, Bark, uh, what does it feel like on summit night? Did you head off for the head torches? Do you feel safe underfoot? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, what I would say any, any time that you have spent with head torch on in the dark, you know, and walking about does help because you're kind of used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you will take a little bit of getting used to if, if you haven't and you're on, you know, you walk it up. But what you will see is that actually, after a few hours, as it creeps towards you know, 3 a.m., you don't you probably won't need them because it's actually quite bright. And you will see you know, a line of people, you know, not quite queues, uh, but you will see people ahead, 
with the lights on as well. So you'd be surprised how easy it is. Um, you know, but when you're you will have your head down like this with your poles, you know, walking up, and you get your get your yourself into that rhythm, um, and then before you know it, you're on the summit ridge. Yeah. You know, it is really is like that. Um, absolutely beautiful. But yeah, you'll be fine, mate. I know it's again talking about things and thinking about it before you go out there. Um, you know, even if you can maybe practice before you go for a couple of nights, maybe go for some night walks. Um, I think you'll be fine. All right, Dave. Yeah, what a great tune in. That's been brilliant. Um, We're losing them, man. We're losing them. I know. Sorry. Well, you still got a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. Honestly, I hope you've enjoyed today. I know it's a little bit different. We, we talk about the, the mental side of things. But, um, you know, as Dave said, um, trip is 90% mental and the other 10% mental. Exactly. exactly. So it is, you know, it really is. If you can get that great stuff going for you on a trip and it can really make the difference between, um, you know, reaching your goal or not. Yeah. And yeah, we hope that helps. Um, yeah, I hope you've answered all your questions today as well. Like I said, uh, links in there for the British Travel Awards. Please, if you um, if you can vote for us. Um, if not, yeah, we'll see you. We're actually me and Dave are both off next week, mm. um, so we're not here next week, but we are back the week after. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, with yourself, and I think you're talking with the uh, the guys, and then I'll be back from Peru, and then we're going to be talking, um, giving our kind of um, really all about Machu Picchu, just kind of uh, from a yeti. Uh, Yeti's perspective. Looking um, forward to that one. About that. Yeah, exactly. So we can we can talk. Yeah, about no, that. it's fine. I'll just stay here in Newport <laughs> if that's all right. <laughs> you crack on, mate. I will. Yeah, I will. yeah. I will. But no, no. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Have an awesome time. Uh, trekking, training. If you go on a trip, good luck. If you're on a trip right now, like Lucy, enjoy the beers, celebrate. Um, have a Kilimanjaro beer or an Everest beer, wherever you are, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See you guys. Take care. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.